Yeah. Yeah. Hey yo, man, it's your time. And fuck poverty. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Phil and Leroy, the Judgmental Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Phil in the house. And I'm Leroy. So uh, before we start, um, I was over at the rail uh, yesterday, and uh, one uh, 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 Stacy's one of Stacy's family members, young family members, she had told him that we did a podcast, and he want to be on it. Um, his name on Instagram is uh, Salon Supreme, Sadan Supreme, S A L A D I N Saladin Supreme underscore sixty on Instagram. I don't know when and where. I mean, I said, well, we can do one in here. I mean, this in the real. Who, who is this? Stacy's what? Uh, a young no, one of her young family members. Um, I think she said that was like her cousin or something. Okay. Uh, uh, and he wanted to be on on a podcast. Uh, he wanted to like um just talk about topics and stuff, and I guess wanted us to answer it and everything like that. Oh yeah, that's cool. I don't know when or whatever, but uh, I followed him on Instagram. So whenever he messaged me on Instagram or whatever, then uh. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Just set it up. Yeah. Uh, all right, now we going to a viral video of the week. <laughs> hey, get, hey, how about this one? Are you shocked at this? That research shows that research shows that more than half of women have a backup boyfriend. Seventy percent in two thousand twenty-four have a backup boyfriend. Did you? Uh, are you shocked at this? No. <laughs> well, here's this report talking about it. Relationship. Should you really have a backup plan? There is new research that shows half of all women have a guy on the back burner just in case things go wrong in their current relationship. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, all you do is need to listen to us. We didn't say this like numerous times. <laughs> well, shit, they got all the dudes and their friends on they can pick and choose from, too. Yep. Physician and national mindful living expert, Dr. Romy Mushtaq, is here to talk more about that. Dr. Romy, seriously? Good morning, Tom. I know. and I Come on, like this sounds positively guy. Guy, doesn't it? And I have to sit No, it doesn't. Here and defend all And what's a uh, quote-unquote guy, as he just did with the air quotes? What's that? I don't know. <laughs> All of us women, but this is the <laughs> latest psychology research. I was just as shocked reading this data. More than half of women who are married and categorize themselves as happily Wait a married. Sec. They're married. Happily married happily women are doing this? Have a backup plan. And what is a backup plan? It means you have someone on the back burner. So like a specific person a they've specific identified. A specific person that they've identified, and in most uh for for an example this this will be the guy that'll show up to <laughs> to the barbecue with his with his uh they work together and he shows up to the barbecue with his woman and that's that's her uh quote unquote work husband whatever that means i still don't know what the hell that means that that's the backup dude <laughs> <laughs> cases it was either an ex-boyfriend or an old friend who never made it to the dating category get out of town unfortunately yes and and the problem is is social media has just made it too easy to have such a type of behavior right so i know you're here to say though yes watch out because this Absolutely. is anything but good it is i agree all right that was it you can't uh, blame social media for that now just because of social media now girls want to be whores like come on now well, they've been doing that since the beginning of the time. Have a backup. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So you can't believe. That's what I mean. So you can't sit here and say because of social media. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was going on way before social media. Yep. Well, all right. We going to Houston, Texas. Michael Simpson stabbed his 49 year old wife, Robin Simpson, a hundred times, killing her during a quote unquote he having a crisis. Uh, this this woman is from Philly, and she uh had moved to Houston. Um. Well, you'll see why I wanted to uh, I stop myself. So here's the report. Friends and family are making their presence felt in court. They want Ronald Simpson to be denied bond. He's accused of fatally stabbing his wife more than 100 times, allegedly in front of the couple's eight-year-old daughter. Jason Miles has the latest from criminal. Now, don't he look like a resident crackhead? Mm-hmm. He sure <laughs> looks like he could be her dad. Yep. Court. 
Defendant Michael Simpson was supposed to appear in court here today, but his hearing was rescheduled. It doesn't matter to those who loved his wife. They say they'll be here every time his name is on a docket. In a hallway outside the 177th District Court. She was just a wonderful um, a person, a wonderful mother. Friends spoke about the loss of 49-year-old Robin Simpson a little more than two months after her brutal murder. It's beyond comprehension. It's just uh, beyond trying to put your, your head together and uh, um, understand. They were here for a scheduled court appearance for 58-year-old Michael Simpson, charged with fatally stabbing his wife, Robin, inside their Alberta Street home before allegedly mutilating her body. Police say he also terrorized their 8-year-old daughter. He uh, almost decapitated her um, while the daughter was, was in the house. I don't believe that this, that's a nice house too. I don't believe that uh, this, this is not the first incident. The dude was already, I believe he's uh, like some former drug addict or something like that. Well, he looked like it. Yeah, and this ain't the first incident. Nobody just going to come home and just stab their wife like that. I believe that that's what the type of dude he was, abusive and all that stuff, and she just uh, but, took it. Go ahead. Well, he probably, he probably been crazy, but she saw that he had bread, so she gave him a chance. Why? Because of the house that you uh... the house, the cars. <laughs> what do you got? A three car garage right there, driveway. That... To it looks like it's two with a possible third. This the the black uh, truck. It looked like it's something going on there in front. Now is that a door or a garage? It looked like it's a garage door, but it's just taller. Right. The bottom line is they got three cars parked in the driveway. So and they spread across, not like lined up. So that's money. And again. Go ahead. No, I just gonna say, well, anytime you can get a driveway spread across like that, instead of like the long skinny one, you got right. the wide one. You can pour all three cars up. You got a couple of dollars. Now, uh, uh, this is also this is Houston, and you know they like to do that, uh, uh, that sherm and all that type of stuff. You know the stuff that the rappers uh, used to rap about. They Sir, do all, all that shit. yeah, they do all that that shit over there and everything. Who witnessed the crime? The little girl said, uh, Daddy's stabbing mommy. Since then, Robin Simpson's family in Philadelphia started this online petition to keep her accused killer locked up despite a $300,000 bond. And th this is so funny how, and Texas must be like a weird place, that this guy stabbed this woman a hundred times and nearly decapitated her, but they gave him a bond and he can get out. They have to mm -hmm. sign a petition for him to stay in jail. Because that means more to the story while friends and advocates closer to home make sure her memory remains alive. All he have to do is put that house up for collateral and he getting out. Yeah, but but if they think if they think you are a terror to society, then they try to keep you off the streets too. You know what I mean? So well, it gotta be right. something more to the case for him to be able to get off like that. Not get off, but get out, you know, from bail. I spoke to Robin that Thursday and Friday before it happened. They're still in disbelief given the details of the alleged crime. Among the worst, Andy Kahn with Crime Stoppers says he's ever seen. And right now, our main concern is justice for Robin. That is our main and only concern. Simpson died the day after her 50th birthday, which friends and family had hoped to help her celebrate. Police say Robin Simpson called 911 the night she was killed and said her husband was acting suicidal and armed with a knife. Sadly, it was her life he allegedly took. So, no, I believe she he, Why she didn't leave? I believe he was high. And uh, that mine, yeah, that, 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 uh, that sherm, like, like we said, like you said, if the dude talking about something, he killed himself and he got a knife in his hand, why you ain't take that daughter and leave? Yep. And then you call the cops once you get yourself and your kid in safety and then be like, yo, he over there tripping. He got a knife. He said he's going to kill us. But you don't need to be there with him. Right. P putting that daughter. Look what she just put her daughter. Uh, uh, have, she had to deal with that for the rest of her life, seeing that shit. When, like soon you said, as, all they got to do is just left. Yeah. Soon as he started tripping and he grabbed that knife. All right, well, I'm going to go to the store. Come on. Put your coat on. Pairing. Yep. Let the fuck up out of there. He's due back in court next month. My attempts to reach his attorney were unsuccessful. Reporting from the Criminal Justice Center downtown, Jason Miles, KHOU 11 News. Yeah. Either he got a lot Personal of money reminder. and that's why he stayed out of jail. Like he know people, you know, connected. Right. Or, or they don't, there's more to the story. They don't think he's a, a terror. Mm-hmm.
we're here. Help is available. If you or anyone you know is a victim of domestic violence, you can call the phone number there on your screen or simply text the word START to 887. It's just like how we talk about on Fair Die Neighbor. It's like a lot of this shit can be easily avoided. Yep. It could have been easily avoided. He acting crazy. He got a knife in his hand. Well, I'm going to try to talk to him and reason with him. Like, all right. We going, mm -hmm. like you said, oh, I'll be right back. Grab that daughter and, and left the house. Yep. You want some pizza? We're going to go get you a pizza and get the fuck out of there. Yep. And go up the street and call the police. Yep. So we going to Indianapolis, Indiana, where Brent Smith fought off an intruder attempting a home invasion. Killing the intruder with the intruder's own gun. It sound like something off the uh, Equalizer. Um, then I, I was about to say, yeah, uh -huh. some Jason Statham type shit. Right. So <laughs> here's the report. I sat and watched him pull his mask down at my front door, and I still, like I said, I didn't register, man. A homeowner on the city's far east side wrestled a gun away from a burglar and shot him. Good evening to you at 5 o'clock. I'm Mark Mullins. And I'm Nicole Griffin. The homeowner survived the encounter. Mark Mullins can go either way. He can be black. He can be white. He can be Latino. <laughs> he could be East Indian. He, he got it. Like, what is your, your ethnic background, sir? The intruder <laughs> did not. And look at what his Hulk Hogan type mustache he got, too. <laughs> Strong handlebars. Uh-huh. Tonight, the Marion County Prosecutor's Office is checking out the man's story, a story he is sharing with WRTV's Adam Shooms. And that homeowner tells me Tuesday night he saw that suspect walk up to his front door, put a ski mask on, and force himself inside the home. I believe that the guy uh, knows, the, the homeowner knows the intruder. Like, know the intruder, like uh, the, the young man from around the neighborhood type thing. Not that he know right, him to talk to right. him. Cause why in the world would he pick him, uh, mm -hmm. to try to try to bring him to his house all of a sudden? This this wasn't random. Uh, they they know each other. Well, like well, I said, not know well, each other. Well, no, it could be it could be random because if he knew the guy, then he knew the dude would whoop his ass, so he would have left him alone and put an easier house. You no, know, not know him like like talk to him. I'm talking about like that's mm -hmm. the young man that that that's from the oh. neighborhood. Like oh yeah, he from around the corner. He be walking up and down the street like that. Oh yeah, like, you probably saw him like that. Yeah, because they yeah. always plot before they make their move. Right. Inside the home, the homeowner tells me a struggle began before shots were fired. He smacked me in the head with the gun and told me I knew what it was. And then I'm like, I yelled out, I said, hey, they trying to rob me. More than a dozen bullet holes marked Brent Smith's home on Indy's Far East Side. Signs of what he says was an act to protect himself. Police saves an attempt at home invasion. Smith says the suspect's gun was fired as he was struggling with the masked man. When the gun went off, I hear thousands of gunshots. So I was trying to get up here to close my, push my door back up, but they were just, they kept firing. So I, the guy, his it was his gun, I had his gun. So I opened up my door and was shooting that. But when I opened the door, I didn't even know he was right there, man. I didn't know I, yeah, I, didn't know I shot him, man. Smith says I do all that, cuz. So now, do you think that he's putting on, or do you think exactly he's exactly he's putting on? <laughs> he ain't got to do all that. The bottom line is the dude fucking tried to do a home invasion on me, fucked him up. You don't got to sit there and, and play the game and be fake crying and all that, wincing in your voice. And did you see that he has a doorbell camera? And he had those side cameras, so he got cameras everywhere. Uh, now, how did it? It almost seemed like he was already standing outside. It's and more he woke up in it's not. It's not sailing right. Yeah, and was it multiple guys? Because he said they. Yeah, it was multiple, and he just got one. I get it was. He it was, saw. Go ahead. See what happened. He saw them guys putting the mask on, and he bum rushed them from the door before they could make their move. That's what happened. Cause how how two guys out there with guns, but you the one that's then got a bullet in you, and you wrestled them for the, for their gun. He surprised the tech ass. That's what it was. Group of people then got in a car and sped away. That don't make no sense, man. I didn't want to do that. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. His dry eyes acting like he's crying. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I got him. And if anybody else trying to come here, I got something cool for their ass too. We'll have a right to defend. Them. Homes. The law says specifically is that I, I am justified in using reasonable force, including deadly force, if I reasonably believe that that force, meaning deadly force, is necessary to prevent 
or terminate an unlawful attack on or entry into my dwelling. Attorney Guy Relford is an attorney and is also a firearms instructor. He isn't connected with this case, but says people like Smith who are in this kind of situation are protected legally. If you're justified at that time, you have no obligation to retreat. In other words, run away first before you defend yourself. And there's a sort of and that's what makes it a stand your ground law. Indiana law doesn't require proof that anyone was scared for their lives or anyone else's inside the property. Just proof that someone was trying to break in or commit a crime. Marion County prosecutors. So at the uh, looking at the Indiana law, what the hell is he crying for? That's what I said. He ain't got to do all that. He cool. You want to make sure he cool with all that extra acting and stuff. Office is still reviewing the case, and there's been no information on charges for Smith. Y'all need to find you something productive to do. But he's already made a decision on what to do after this life-changing event. I've been here, man, for about 20, 22 years, man. Like, man, I'm ready to, I'm like my neighbors. <laughs> man, I'm ready to move. Man. In Indianapolis, Adam Schumes, WRTV. Wow. IMPD believes there was at least one other person involved in the incident. Anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stompers. That number is 317-262-TIP. Yeah. How is it? Yeah. How is it two guys on you with guns? One of the guys bust you in your head, but you overpower one and take the gun. What happened to the other dude? He just what? watched or he been took off or? Well, he said that he was firing at him, but they weren't hitting him. Okay. He's a superhero then. That's yeah, he don't even sound right. He bomb rushed those guys with his, and, and that's what happened. Yeah, because my thing is, did did they try to push him in? Was he standing? Because it almost seemed like he was standing on, on the front porch, and they had walked up on him. I think he was in the house, and they came to. He came to the door, and as soon as the bull pulled his gun out, that's when he rushed him. He didn't, even, and that's when the gun went off when they was tussling for it, and the other bull took off. But the rumbling happening on the porch, he ain't even, they ain't even get in the crib because he saw him from the door putting him in the mask and, and grabbing the gun and stuff. So he rushed him like surprise attack before they can even be ready. Mm-hmm. He probably didn't get bust upside the head. He probably hit his head when he fell tussling. <laughs> ain't nobody going to bust stroke in the back of your head and you still going to overpower him while he got a boy there too. And you know what I mean? Especially if right. this boy got a gun. Right. All right. They, we got a street entrepreneur here. We got Fabio Kamal. Oh, Atlanta, uh, Fabio, Georgia. I'm sorry. Street entrepreneur Fabio, Georgia. Uh, Fau Kamal, who stole a Tesla from a dealership last September, returned in January to try to do it again and failed. So he got a darn $60,000 car for free and then try to do it again. <laughs> Here's the report. New at five, police in Fayetteville say that a man who stole a Tesla from a dealership last December returned it this month to try it again. And it didn't go so well the second time Fox around. Fox 5's Doug Evans has more. What you about to say? I was going to say he must be black. Well, you'll see. When you rip <laughs> off a Tesla, that's $112,000. Oh, shit, I said 60000 So he must got a, a plaid. Please don't tell me he, he tried to steal a plaid. Apparently, that wasn't a big enough payday for a Maryland man who came back to the same Fayetteville the same dealership. Spot. And oh, shit, yeah. I didn't court the first time. It must be sweet like that over there. Yeah. Tried it again. Fayetteville police say back in December filed. Now, what's his racial background? Is he black or Middle Eastern? Because I'm looking at his name and I'm thinking that maybe he was Middle Eastern because I don't think a black dude. I'm sorry, but I don't think a black dude can get away with some shit like that. Um, he might be mixed. One of his parents might be Middle Eastern's mom or something. Emil used the Tesla app to order a new car from this dealership on State Road 85 in Fayette County. Police say he took delivery, and afterwards, the company realized he had allegedly swindled them. The, the way the process works with the Tesla app, they you're able to input your photo ID and submit payment to either purchase the vehicle entirely or to, to give a deposit. After you completed that process, you go to the dealership, present that same ID, and then you receive your vehicle. He, he did all that using a fake ID. They give him the vehicle. After he receives the vehicle, they determined that the, the ACH transfer that was used to purchase the vehicle was indeed fraudulent. On January 6th, police- So did they get the money? Turn- 
because if you got to make a deposit or, or purchase before you can come back and just show your ID, that means they had to receive some money from them. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Um, I he probably put like a down payment on it. I don't think he probably paid him full. He he. Okay, uh, but even a down payment, shit, that's going to, for a hundred thousand dollar car. It's going to be a lot. Yeah, but he used someone's ID and took right, their money out. Point. Oh, well, took well, their money out. He yeah, have, he must have had stolen credit card then. Right, and then used the fake ID, right. which was the person uh, that they got they got the money from, and got. Yeah, so the that's car. what I was trying to say. Just because you got fake ID, where do you get the money from? You know what I mean? Unless you got a stolen credit card. Yeah, he used somebody else's. Uh, that that person's. After making another online purchase of another new Tesla, police say employees remembered him and called 911. Police say Kimmel again had used a fake ID to purchase another Tesla. Police arrived, arrested him and another man who they say was not part of that first Tesla purchase. Kimmel is charged with two counts of. See, like both of their names now yeah, are they probably, Middle yeah, East? Yeah, 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 they're probably Middle Eastern. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I don't. Like he he black, but now the other dude looking more Middle Eastern. So yeah, in their names, like you said, right? Yeah, I don't young, think a black dude. They probably, they probably uh, young young Middle Eastern dudes that grew up around black people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a black dude. They probably had. They say, well, uh, yeah, you got all your ID and stuff. We need you to do a fingerprint. Then they'll probably call the bank and make sure the bank is. Uh, uh, well, hold on here for a second. Call the <laughs> bank, make sure everything is all right and all that stuff. Uh, I, that's why I said I couldn't see a black. So that mean that mean Tesla's not crossing all their dots. You know what I mean? They yeah. just fucking willy nilly handing them off. Mm hmm. Financial identity fraud and forgery, as well as theft by taking and theft by deception. The 24 year old is from Silver Springs, Maryland. Also arrested was 26 year old Hazma Adao of Stone Mountain. Police say they've charged him with one count of financial identity fraud and one count of obstruction of an officer. Fayetteville police say this is an ongoing investigation and more charges are possible. One more thing police say that Tesla has yet to recover that first stolen car. I'm Doug Evans, Fox 5 News in Fayetteville. So they don't, so you tell me they don't have a tracking device on a car. I would think if it's a Tesla, it would be a tr tracking device. When I see something that easy to get away with and they're not doing all the precautions to stop it, it almost seems like we want y'all to try to steal these. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. we're going to let you get it and then we're going to come back and bust you for that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you do, if you get away with something like that the first time, don't go go back to the same spot and try to do it again. We talk about a hundred thousand dollar cars out here, so you would think they would have security, they would have camera system, yes. uh, they would have like some type of low jack that can just cut the car off before you do anything, and it can't, you know what I mean? It's all they, the shit that they can have. They have the camera system in the car. Um, no, I'm talking about at the place. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the, at the, uh, in, inside I'm talking the car. about all it, It's so much stuff they can do now to make sure this cars don't get stolen, especially these new cars that cost $100,000. Like right. They got the kill. They can cut it off from a computer. You can mm -hmm. have cameras outside your place, so as soon as somebody walk up there, the lights come on, alarm, well, all type of stuff you can do. So right. for him to just willy-nilly walk to the place twice and do the same thing, and y'all just hand, pretty much hand them the car? Right. See, I would think that... Uh, they will have access because I said, like we said, that the Teslas already have cameras in it, like on the side and all that stuff. Like if somebody will, uh, walk up to it, it'll mm -hmm. automatically start recording. I mm -hmm. will automatically think that Tesla would, would they can hit a button, like you said, and have access to the camera and then the location of the car and all that stuff. Something right. isn't right. Exactly. It's not right. All right. We going to New Orleans, Louisiana where police had apparently been tracking Minnie and Stephen Washington's car the whole time with a GPS device before it was used in the shooting. <laughs> Here's the report. Crazy-ass story. Hey, some people, well, I'll get to it. Houston couple wants to know why New Orleans police did not stop the suspects who stole their car. Those suspects are also accused of a brazen daylight shooting in downtown New Orleans using that. This is what you always talk about, too about how like these these uh cops and all that stuff they already know who the players are and who doing mm -hmm. what they'll yep. let you do just they'll let you be out there doing doing a whole bunch of shit so you can get so they can arrest you mm. with a whole bunch of charges stolen truck exactly. stolen truck that so they got him with the stolen car instead of busting him for the stolen how much can how much time in jail can you get for stealing the car not much right yeah, i think it all depends on uh how many offenses it is. First offense, you know, second offense, this is what you do on a regular. 
Right. So the each time is going to be harder. I don't know what they charge for the first time. And, and and the police know these young men, they stealing cars and committing crimes in those cars. So, hey, look, we'll just follow the car. He stole it. We'll just follow the car and see what he going to do. And he winds up shooting somebody. That's on the cops, too. Yes. Police have been tracking with the GPS device they planted. A former NOPD assistant chief. <laughs> like something off a tv show you ain't lying how did they just plan a fucking tracking device on a car that o they got owners and you don't even tell the owners they put you put this on their car nope yep they said like it's, it's, it's like it's like you're using the owner's car as a trap car yep that's crazy says officers follow department policy eleanor debone joining us now in studio to explain how that policy works that is correct, ladies. Minnie Washington, her husband, Stephen, traveled to New Orleans from Texas last week for a quick... Uh, shout out to her. She totally looks out of place talking like that in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> Getaway. The couple were staying at Harris Hotel, but what was supposed to be a relaxing trip turned into a nightmare. Minnie says the hotel's valet staff told them to leave their truck running. Then it was stolen. Uh, get your money, ma'am. And uh, husband and exactly. wife, get, get and, your money. And, and you know that was a cop. The the the, the hotel guy that told him to keep it running, that was a cop. Because mm -hmm. why else would anyone ever tell you to leave your car running? Right. So my husband said, no, I'm going to let my wife go check in, and I'm going to stay out here with the truck. My husband walked around the back of the truck to the passenger side to get the luggage out. The valet attendant was helping him. We got two luggage out before somebody ran, we don't even know where they came from, out of nowhere, took off with the back door open, still open. We had only been there three minutes at that time. Their truck was then used in a drive-by shooting in the CBD that injured two people. Court documents show Bryson Jones was arrested and charged with two counts of second-degree murder, along with several other charges. The 20-year-old's bond set at $1,075,000. According to an NOPD preliminary police report, investigators were watching Jones and several others for their alleged involvement in other car thefts. The report says detectives placed a GPS tracker on the Washington's truck when a safe opportunity presented itself. The report says after the shooting, the suspects torched the truck. Minnie is asking why. <laughs> Damn. So the truck was, they had the truck. They attach it to a GPS device. My man commits a crime in these people's truck, and they burnt the truck. So now they out of a damn truck. <laughs> mm -hmm. They got a student city for that one. The city wanted to reimburse them. And that hotel? Yeah, well, if that guy, that valet guy was a, a cop, then you're probably not going to get nothing out of the hotel. You got to get it from the city. Because what they're going to do if a cop come in there and they say, we investigate something, you just got to let them didn't intercept sooner and possibly prevent a shooting. So to me, you used our truck as a bait. If you found sure did, it, you were supposed to call us and give us our truck back. Mm -hmm. So I feel that this was 100% preventable. Retired NOPD Assistant Superintendent Marlon DeFillo says officers can't predict what's going to happen. While not in... Yes, they did. That's why they put they a GPS did. in exactly. there. Right. Yep. They know this young man is a player. That's his thing. He They steal cars and all that stuff. And we already know when these young people stealing cars, they're committing crimes in these cars. So we'll just, we're not going to bust them for stealing the car. We'll put, put just put a GPS on the car just to see what he's going to do. Involved with the investigation. He believes in this situation, investigators thought they were working a property crime case. There are certain criteria that an officer has to meet to engage in a pursuit. Pursuing a vehicle that's solely wanted as a property crime is at the bottom of the pole. He says officers have to keep... And why did he just put a GPS on it then, sir? Mm -hmm. He full of shit. The general public safe. Individuals who are in stolen vehicles tend to run, tend to flee. They put a GPS on the car, sir. The car was sitting there. Somebody snuck up from behind it and put a GPS on it. They had ample time to get that car back to these people. What is he talking about? Uh, that they they don't want to be in a high speed chase and all that stuff. Yeah, he's full of shit. He's dancing around. He not, he talking about shit that we not even talking about. And now at that time, the officers uh, made a decision that it would do more harm than good, and it would put the public in danger if they had stopped a stolen vehicle. So this has driven me to the point where I have been admitted to the hospital. Minnie, zoom with me in her hospital gown 
in her hospital bed. She says Sunday night she started experiencing chest pains. A nurse for 32 years, she says the cause is stress and says her husband is suffering too. My husband All right, now, y'all know how to play the game. Yep, get your money. Yep, that's just the way you do it. <laughs> I'm having help. Yep. I'm, I was so stressed out about this. Yep. Uh, her, I can't I'm go back to work problems. now. Yep. We stressed out. I'm in the hospital with heart problems. My husband, he's stressed out. We got PTSD. We just been on a vacation. Mm-hmm. And every it's time great. when I want to go on vacation, I'm just thinking about, well, oh, who's going to steal my stuff? Get your money, mm-hmm. ma'am. You're doing it right, ma'am. You're doing it right. And and uh, the people the people in the comment section was talking about how this was good policing and all this stuff. I don't think it was a good policing at all. No, it's bullshit. Right. These, these know, people, they said the cops said I, we didn't want to we didn't want to chase the vehicle and take the vehicle because it would put the you know the uh, public in harm's way. Well, you let them use the car and put public in harm's way anyway. Right. When they shooting down the street, do you think you these people lock, as soon as they as soon as they grab that car, you should have locked their ass up and nobody would have got shot. Yep. Yep. Now, how's it going to work? Is the uh okay before a lawsuit and all that stuff? Is the uh police department or the city are they going to have to place replace the car form or they're going to have to use the insurance the city the city will probably cover all that shit i'm talking about before a lawsuit well the city gonna have to cover i mean they probably gonna say well look you know what i mean it was a police investigation and that's that so it's going to be a lawsuit they're not just going to come out of pockets for the you know for the love uh, okay wait till you file something before they start paying and they'll probably just say yeah you know what let's just pay now we try to chump it and it didn't work Mm-hmm. military fought in four wars PTSD now he's not sleeping he's hearing gunshots NOPD said public safety including the safety of our residents and they, visitors <laughs> they wasn't near where the gunshots was at so what do you mean he hearing gunshots hey that, that young yep, that is how you do it <laughs> He wasn't nowhere near where the gunshots was at. So all of a sudden now he's dreaming and hearing gunshots. He playing the game. Hey. (laughs) Is the NOP's top priority. (laughs) Deployment of officers in police operations is handled utilizing tools such as analytics and other investigative measures. Minnie says it took NOPD 15 hours to respond to their initial report of the truck theft. She says she and her husband plan to take legal action against NOPD and Harris Hotel. They knew that they, they knew their they truck was stolen from a drunk, the police department. So it mm-hmm. took them damn near a day for them to reply back to a, a, a stolen vehicle. So that man could have killed those people over there. Then what the, what the police would have said. Yeah. Well... <clears throat> We got two stories for you. Uh, this is a new segment. Uh, we did the segment before, but this is a new segment. Uh, uh, we haven't done it in a while. The new segment is called Ask the Parent, Storm Philip. Now, we, there's two stories here. We're going to get to the first story. <laughs> the first story is at Atlanta GA, where studio owner, oh, goodness, Tia Juana Harris, she defends her mother, mommy and me, pole dancing class at the footage goes viral now this is ask the parents segment now we'll play it and you'll you'll chime in because you the parent of the show so here's the report this is the first report and welcome to the factor on Cincinnati. oh i'm sorry this is um our boy isaiah Carey's show from uh houston but he's talking to the lady from Georgia. I forgot. I'm sorry. I should have said that. Glad to see you all here tonight. We begin with a big debate happening only right now. Is it appropriate for children to learn how to pole dance? <laughs> pole Studio in Atlanta is introducing the art form to kids and it's Mommy and Me Pole Workshop. Video of one of the classes is creating a lot of buzz. Some people have been saying kids have no business swinging on a pole. In a Factor exclusive, I spoke to Pink Pole Studio owner Tia Harris. She says she has never worked as an exotic dancer, so don't think that. And her goal is not to raise the next generation. But you sure did train a lot of them. Generation of young exotic dancers. Everyone's been talking about your class, especially the one with the kids involved. Your thoughts on that, and where did you come up with that idea? Okay, so um, and your classes or your studios much more than that. That's only we're much more than that. So we've been in business 10 years. Um, We made a decade last December. 
Um, we offer everything, pole fitness, trapeze, Lyra, aerial silk swing. So it's not just pole fitness or pole dancing as they like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. When you say when we came up with it, you mean the kids portion or the yes, entire the kids portion? So we came up with it because it's fitness. And everybody's down and the United States. Everywhere else, kids are already involved in it. They're already excelling. And pole has also been recognized as a sport. And it will be a part of the Olympics soon. So um, we're, we're not shying away from it. We're bringing our kids into it, introducing them to the new apparatus. And we're happy to allow them to go as far as they can with this. And for those who have criticized you online saying you're sexualizing children, your thoughts on that? They're sexualizing kids. Because when we look at this, we're looking at fitness. We're not looking at anything sexual. They're saying this is a stripper place. Um, kids are stripping. It is a stripper place. Adults here don't even strip. So I'm sorry. I want to hijack your segment. There's no way kids. It ain't no my segment. We're not sexualizing <laughs> kids. Kids are fully clothed. The so trained instructors, they're also fully clothed. They're not doing any dancing, any choreo. It's strictly whole fitness. It's nothing different than gymnastics playing outside on the monkey bars it's a different apparatus it's just something oh yes it is and we're not going to shy away from it we're going to introduce it to our kids and allow this apparatus to take us where we need to go in discussing this with some people they said why not just regular physical fitness why on a pole which would give the impression that this is a pathway to a strip club for a child who, who, who would think that that's a pathway to strip club? That's not how we're looking at it. Mm-hmm. Our kids, um, that we're introducing to it, may or may not even know about what someone would do with a pole in a strip club. So we're not introducing that. We're introducing it as fitness. And that's what our kids are trained to know. That's what they're trained to do. So people that question why not do fitness, because we want to bring this down to our it is for money. You have a studio, and those people come there to uh. To, uh is she doing this for free or to buy my heart to help kids out for fitness? No, she's being stupid. It's a different apparatus that's not normal, and that's why it's created this buzz. But we're not gonna shy away from it. And has it been tough on you having to deal with the criticism when you have a focused plan on physical fitness and a big picture down the road when you say it could be in the Olympics? Yes. So um, per the CDC, kids should be getting 60 minutes of exercise. Children six to 60. That don't count as exercise. With that in mind, this is an opportunity versus sitting at home on the iPad um, watching television. So when you say it's challenging, it is challenging that's because a stupid, uh, comparison. people would want to point out um, things like that versus looking at statistics and saying, hey, well, at least they are getting the kids out the house. They're getting the kids off these games and iPads, and it's just something we're not used to, oh, but we're open shit. to it. <laughs> so as far as challenging, it's not challenging for us to bring the people in that we want. It's just challenging um, dealing with the naysayers and the evil and rude comments that people would leave on our social media doesn't affect us directly, but just the people involved, you know, we wouldn't want them to be affected by this. But it's not challenging um, for us to run this business, to introduce this, and that's what we're doing. And how have mothers and daughters, and, and I, I think I saw some boys on there as well, in yes. the videos, how are they receiving it and embracing it? They're all excited. Uh, we've been asked for months because this is something we've talked about doing for years but now is just the right time um the parents are excited um one of the moms that had her son when she saw me yesterday she said my son said he finally got the opportunity to feel like spider-man that's absolute bullshit. oh my goodness <laughs> so that made me feel good and it made me throw away all the negative comments and redirect my focus on where we're going the moms are receiving. Not a father in sight, huh? Nope. I was gonna say that. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have let you say that. This is this your. Uh, uh, it ain't mine. Uh, ask the parent. Uh, Stormfield segment. Um, one of the little girls on there. That's my daughter. 
Um, the instructor with the blue pants, that's my daughter. The younger girl, that's my goddaughter. So this is something that our family is doing. This is something that we're adapting to. And we're, we're all these damn men. That's why I can't figure out. It ain't none. That's why they're doing it. Super excited to introduce around, it. Dad wouldn't be allowing this shit. To other and bring so knowledge, acknowledgement to the apparatus. It's just like I said, it's just unknown. What would, be, what would you be your final comments to those critics out there who are judging you and your business as you describe your family business now? Yeah, so um, I don't have any comments as far as, I, I just wanna lay down facts. They said it's, we're stripping or we're teaching girls to strip. They've never seen anyone in the studio strip, get naked. Number two, um, they're saying the girls will grow up to be strippers. My daughter, the instructor in the blue pants, she's been doing this since she was 20. She'll be 30 this year. She's never been a stripper. She does this full time like a little You don't know. Yeah, but they train strippers, so they're getting money anyway. So mm -hmm. she don't, uh, obviously she don't have to strip. And her daughter could have, she could have went to the next state over been shaking her ass and she'd have never knew. <laughs> Three, doing very well, looking to join the circus coming up soon. And it's just a pathway to a different, to something different if that's what we want. Okay, that little scene right there where the kid is on top, sitting on top of the instructor. Mm -hmm. uh, explain, explain to me how this is fitness. It's not because these kids are not breaking sweats. They're not getting their heart pumping. So what are y'all doing? Y'all spinning around real slow and doing sexualized shit with, on a pole. A black and brown girl should be able to experience. Uh, and they good at uh, being all this black, black, black shit, black woman shit. You no, know, you just, just like the girl, uh, the, the girl, the lady Fanny, the, the lawyer that's sleeping with the mm -hmm. other attorney. She pulled that stuff. And she went to church talking about that black woman and stuff and all that stuff. You do them wrong. You do them wrong. They Regardless, we do that to get the rest of the girls to back them up. And the other single moms and all of them, they will back her up things that other kids experience without being sexualized. These people that are saying stripping, they're going to be in a strip club, they're sexualizing kids. We're not. We don't see sex. We see kids doing fitness, just like a kid at a playground. All right, Tia Harris, we want to thank you from Atlanta for joining us here on The Fact. All right, now after that, he has uh, two guests on there talking about it. Do you want to uh, listen to that portion or no? You can. I think my, my man Isaiah did a shitty job interview because he didn't give her no pushback. Well, you know, he's he uh, well, we already talked about it. He caters to uh, women yeah. and all that stuff. Right. Because what I want to know is where's the damn dad? Where's the dad's at? It ain't because if it was, they wouldn't allow that. She make it seem like it's either one or the other. Either you're at home playing on a tablet or you're, you're pole dancing. One or the right. other. Like they can't just go out and do athletics or karate or swimming. Or just run around in the playground is one or the other iPad or, or learn to pull actor uncensored and we appreciate your time and explaining exactly what this class is about. So how do parents here in Houston feel about this? We have a live discussion coming your way next Back to the factor on since we continue our conversation about pole dancing and children. The topic stems from a viral video of a class at Pink Pole Studio in Atlanta. The class integrates parents and their kids learning how to pole dance. We just heard from the owner who insists this is strictly about fitness. Let's bring in our next guest to talk about the conversation parent and trainer Kayla G and parent Demetrius Walker. So glad to have you all here on the Factor Uncensored. So Kayla, you had a chance to see the interview mm -hmm. and see what they're doing in that class. Your thoughts mm -hmm. about this? I'm for it. Um, I Of course you are. Started teaching pole class before I even started working out. And it's just another level of fitness. Everyone doesn't want to go in the gym and pick up weights. Everyone doesn't want to do oh, that. Lifting weights has nothing to do with fitness. You can ride a bike. You can ride a right. bike and be uh, uh, in the fitness. Uh, mm -hmm. to take a back. You can go to the basketball court and shoot hoops by yourself for fitness. That has nothing to do with oh, lifting the weight and being in the gym has nothing to do with fitness. Hell, you can damn buy a ten dollar. Well, it wouldn't even be ten dollars. It'd probably be like a five dollar jump rope and jump roping on outside mm -hmm. if you're in the fitness like that. The same thing. It's extremely hard, and I really commend anybody who can do it. It's not sexual. It's not, 
anything of that level. It's literally a form of fitness. And I just think that Americans tend to have a sense of ignorance about things that are foreign to them because mm -hmm. we weren't. So, so the people in Europe, they cool with that? <laughs> she said Americans. So China, <laughs> China, they good at that with that too? They don't see nothing wrong with that? Brought up around it, but any other country, it's normal. Like the kids are doing it. And do you see it? What the fuck is she talking about? She's talking crazy. She's talking out her ass. Only in the black community. Boy. This mother saw it like mm -hmm. gymnastics. Something oh, absolutely. That's very athletic. That's getting your child into shape and off the couch, away from the iPad. Absolutely. It's very, it's very hard. It's extremely hard. So like I said, I commend anyone that's able to do it because you have to put in a lot of work. It takes a lot of muscle, body strength. Just focus everything. So. All right, absolutely. Demetrius, let's hear from you. Your thoughts about this. Isaiah, what happened to the ropes in the classes, man? Remember in the 80s and 90s, we had the rope that you climb up, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Same time. Remember we had those in Pepper. I was so scared to climb mm -hmm. all the way up the highs I can go. Because yeah. uh, I was scared, like, the, if I slid down, you know, you can't really slide down. Because they never, right. they taught us how to climb up, but they never taught us how to slide down in it. And your hands mm -hmm. would get all uh, messed Burst up and everything. Up, yeah. yeah. And uh, they probably don't do that shit no more in nope. schools. But then you get the upper body workout. You know, I have two nieces. You know, one is two, one is 14. Can't imagine her being in a pole class at this age, either one of them. And so, you know, I think it's, you know, there's some things that kids can wait for. They can wait to learn. I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, pole fitness. Uh, I know women who compete who, you know, uh, if you got a problem with it, just say you got a problem with it. You don't got to say, well, my, my kids ain't going to do it, but I ain't got a problem with it. You do got a problem because you didn't. You say I wouldn't have a no problem with my kids doing it. He said next to an attractive woman that that's into it. No, he said uh, the kids. Did you say his nieces or do you say his kids? And nieces. Right. He said he, he, he don't want them doing it. So if you don't want them doing it, then there's a problem. No, but what I'm saying is he said that, but then he said, I don't see nothing wrong with it. The, well, the lady, so he, the lady so next to him, then. yeah, the lady next to him, she's attractive, and, and he want to get in her good graces, oh, and she yeah. she's in the pole dancing and all that shit, so he ain't gonna condemn her. He want to talk to her after when they finish. So they playing court. both fences then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and when <laughs> money and prizes and travel all over the world, so I know it is a sport. Hell no, I don't want my nieces to do that shit. But I don't see nothing wrong with it though. Right. Exactly. <laughs> And I think it's a great sport, uh, but there's some things that kids, I think, might need to wait a little bit for. Do you think this could be exploitation for a child or? So if this is all fitness and all that stuff, why she got on them damn high heel shoes like that on a pole? And she was just shaking her butt before she climbed the pole. Right. But, but in the camera shaking, then she went up the pole. I think this is her daughter, the uh, uh, studio owner's daughter. Mm -hmm. For... Uh, parents who put their, their kids in this class, they could be sending them on the wrong path. Well, potentially, I mean. That, the, the, the shoes right there is you sexualizing yourself right there with them high-ass shoes on. Doing, like you said, shaking Somebody her ass on the camera. She's spreading her legs, she's shaking her butt. She right. got the camera pointed right at her crouch. Like, come on now, it, it, it is what it is. Right. And, you know, we have so many predators out there now. You know, these kids are getting exposed to things on TikTok, YouTube, and it's hard to keep them off of there. And it's hard to, you know, exactly know who they're interacting with and who's watching that kind of stuff. So even though the kids may have good intentions and it's innocent fun to them, there are adults out there who are predatory. And Kayla, how do you keep yourself from being, uh, I guess, feeling like you're under the pressure of the public if they say this is not what you should be doing with your child it's not your opinion or your life you don't have to live with what I do with my child so you raise your child the way best way you see fit I'll raise mine the best way I see fit mm -hmm. I mean I agree you know we cannot control what other people are thinking but there are predators in every aspect and every atmosphere i mean you could just be sitting in a classroom and your teacher could be sexualizing you oh god here they go with this shit. yeah she's stupid right go ahead would you about to say something she's making it easier for predators so you can get this predator to like little girls and be like you know what wherever this pole dancing class is at that's where i'm going you know what i mean if it's a competition or a show i'm going there they're spreading their legs they're wearing little outfits come on now
you could anything. So if you just have that mind frame, I can't control what you're thinking. If you're a child and you don't really know about stripping and then you take this pole class, mm -hmm. then you wanna research and figure out where this is coming from. Mm -hmm. And do you think that could leave the child down the wrong path? It possibly could, but I feel like that's when it goes back to your parenting and your communication and openness with your child. Because even with the ropes or even with aerial yoga, even with the different forms, there's a way to sexualize everything. So it doesn't matter just because it's a metal pole or it's a rope or it's a, a stripper pole. Silk. Let's call it what it is. <laughs> in the gym with the weight. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are in the gym sexualizing. It's it goes every way. All right, Kayla G and Demetrius, thank you both for joining us here on the Factor on Censor. All right. <laughs> and our second uh, report, we go on to Brown, Mississippi, where Kambala Darby was charged after his son was found in Walmart only wearing a diaper in freezing weather. Here's the report. A five-year Walmart employee here in the Metro loses her job for posting a video that has gone viral. Felicia Darling says when the child entered the Byram store last week during record-breaking cold temperatures wearing only a diaper, well, she had to do something. I spoke to her tonight and she says she knew she had to do something quick. Felicia Darling said something to the mother, as did a male customer. Here's some of the interaction. He came in here with that jacket on. Yeah, he did. That baby just had a pimp on. Is it a jacket or is that a, a trash bag? That's like a trash bag. Yeah. So the kid ain't had nothing on in freezing weather, just a pamper. Yeah. So I think I think somebody might have put the bag around him. They all seem to be all tough for some reason, jumping in that man's face like that. Supposedly he he could have took her head and rammed it in that door refrigerator. But I guess well, he'd have been they, wrong. They go they go by that. Men can't touch girls so they can get in their face. Go ahead, girl. Go But when you come in the store fully dressed and your baby's not. A customer in a riding shopping cart purchases an outfit for the boy and dresses him while the mother flips through her phone. After the lady in the riding cart put the um, outfit on the baby, she walks out of Walmart and, and started walking to our car. Was walking to our car, a cop was walking behind her and um, they arrested her and they took, they took the baby. They took the baby and CPS was called. 26-year-old Cambria Darby was arrested and charged with child neglect. Child Protective Services released the child to a family member. Byram police say Darby has bonded out. We reached out to Walmart after Darling was fired. This is their statement in full. Quote, we share the concern others have for the child in the video in our store in Jackson, Mississippi. We don't discuss personnel matters involving current or former associates. All associates are encouraged and empowered to use their judgment in contacting authorities when they see something that may be wrong. However, all associates are also expected to follow the Walmart code of conduct, end quote. Yes, I feel like I did the right thing. Because who wouldn't want, who wouldn't want to help an innocent child? Uh, and that uh, woman, uh, the Walmart worker, was fired. Did she ever get her job back? Or No, no.
Yeah, she got a GoFundMe though with a lot of bread, and I think the last time I saw something about it was like thirty thousand in it or so. Yeah, they fired her just because she like stepped in and and tried. Oh no, to no, no, she, no, no, she got fired, and I I'm I'm kind of on the fence on this. I'm I can see where Walmart going, and I can see where she going. She got fired because she posted it online. Mm-hmm. That's why she got fired. Like she didn't report it, and then nothing. No, then she got fired first, and then she posted. She posted online, and they're like. This is why you got fired because you shouldn't have posted that online. Right. And on top of that, she recorded like the baby face, so she didn't even like blur the face out when she posted. You can't put other kids like on the internet like that. So right. I can see where Walmart coming from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, that was Philip's segment. Ask the parent, Storm Philip. Thank you. Well, well, they should. The, the problem is they took her from her, but they gave her right back to her family member. So she's going to get her kid back. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to take a kid from somebody and they got to lose parental rights. Mm-hmm. If you have any more parenting uh, videos and all that stuff, let us know. And Philip will answer it. I ain't no expert. I'm just giving my opinion. Shit, I'm waiting as a you giving your opinion. You giving your opinion as a parent. Don't downgrade yourself. You giving your opinion as a parent. Well, I, I can't really say nothing be- because somebody will say to me, well, you don't have any children, but you can. It don't matter. You, you can still speak on it. You can think of a, if I had one. Or you you got you know family members that got kids, and so you can say, well, this is how I feel about the situation. You don't got to be involved in the situation and have an uh, opinion of it. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Well, we're going to get on to some sports. And uh, we recording on Sunday before the NFC and AFC championship game start. So I'm going to ask uh, Phil with his thoughts. So we got the first game, the 3 o'clock game. We have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are 4.5 favorite, and the over and under is 43.5. What are your thoughts on this game? I think the Ravens will win. I think it'll be a close game. You know, less than a 10-point uh, difference. Mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes and them, they haven't been able to score that much this year. They've been struggling. They've been winning, but they've been struggling. Their defense is what have been carrying them. But then Baltimore, Baltimore got defense and offense. Yeah, I like uh, – oh, what was you about to say? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I like the Ravens on that one also. Um, like you said, the Chiefs, they they really – they've been winning, like you said. For, remember, first, they the people was acting like they weren't going to get in the playoffs during the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, picked it up towards the end. Um, and Baltimore has been going steady. So, yeah, I'm going to pick uh, Baltimore on this one. Like you said, they got the offense, they got the defense. And they, they ran the football well uh, last week. Um mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to pick the uh, Ravens also. So, next we have the 630 game. We have the Detroit Lions versus the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are a 7.5 favorite, and the over and under is 52.5. What's your thoughts? I don't think it's going to be a high score. I see San Francisco pulling it out, but I think Detroit do got a a chance to win. Did Mm -hmm. you see all over TikTok that the NFL slipped up and and put out the uh, predictions for the Super Bowl? No. Yeah, so they had they had a screen, and on the screen it said during Super Bowl, whatever number they're up to now. Uh, but it had San Francisco versus Baltimore, and then had the performing acts. So everybody like, hold up, how they already got San Fran versus Baltimore in the Super Bowl? We ain't even there yet. And then they show every year they come out with this, the you know the, the uh, emblem for the the years of the Super Bowl. Right. So if it's Super Bowl ten or twelve, they have like the Roman numbers for that. Right. But the Roman numbers of both colors is the teams that's playing. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that they pull out, they put out the numbers for this year's Super Bowl, and one number is Baltimore is like purple, and then it's like the red for the San Francisco. So like this is already projected, uh predicted. This is bullshit. All right. Well and I showed Mike yesterday and he couldn't believe it when he saw it. But there's a lot of videos on TikTok, people showing like and talking about it. Like I, I guess multiple people saw the same commercial. Well, if it's uh if it's not any tomfoolery going on in this game. <laughs> If I was a betting person, I would bet on the Detroit Lions beating this game. Um, 7.5, like you said, I think the game will be close. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot of points there, 7.5. It is. It is. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I will pick the Detroit Lions as the underdogs to win this game. I I told somebody the job was going to be uh, Baltimore versus Detroit. What you about to say? Watch, watch, watch this game close to see if there's any bullshit going on. Because if they already slipped up and put out a, a thing that says the 49ers and they give me the 49ers Baltimore color, the Russell's going to do everything in their favor. 
to make sure. And I already think the NFL is rigged anyway. Because the other game I was watching, the motherfuckers is up four, driving. And instead of, like, running the ball to try to get a first down on a short yardage, mm-hmm. they sat there They sat there and threw uh, bombs just so they're going to wind up punting from, like, the 40, which was bullshit. Right. They, they was in the driver's seat. They should have won that game. But sometimes you, you see these coaches and these these uh calling plays that you say, what the fuck are they doing? Like, they shouldn't be doing this. Yes. So that's why it makes you think, like, this game, watch it closely today because I think they're going to try their hardest to make sure the Niners win. The Niners ain't really been playing that good. They've been winning. But yes. they've been putting up numbers. Yes. Um, And uh, going back to what you just said, how about the uh, fourth down fake punt that Buffalo did? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like what are they doing? Like that's what I'm saying. Right. Sometimes, sometimes it's so obvious in your face. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Is they trying to throw this game on purpose? Right. Yeah. Like we said before, football isn't really all that difficult. But it's like some of these guys they make it so damn difficult with these analytics and all that shit. It's not really all that difficult. I think they put the whole analytics stuff out there so people can do dumb shit and not be called out for it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, another thing I want to ask you. Okay, so we had the high scoring NBA last week. Carl Anthony Thomas had 62 and 62 against uh, Charlotte, if I'm not mistaken. And we have uh, Embiid had 70 against the uh, uh, San Antonio Spurs on the same day. Then we have uh, Luca getting. Uh, what did Luca have? 76. He didn't score 70. Yes, he did. Hold on, let me see. Sure, I thought it was high 60s. 73. I'm sorry, I said 76. It was 73. So he had 73. That was all in the same week. So what's your thoughts on Don't forget this? Booker. And what did he have? I think 65. Uh, 62. You, you said 62. Okay. That, was, that was the same day as, as Lucas 73. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious. I didn't, I didn't even see uh, Devin Booker score that much. Yeah. So what is your thoughts on these high scoring uh players like this? Well, the the league is kind of uh watered down, not watered down as far as like players are not as good as they was back in the day. It's watered down where everyone everyone is good now. So most teams got multiple good players that can drop 30 with the eyes closed, but the problem is nobody's playing that hard defense. Mm-hmm. So they so they're kind of and the refs are helping. So the refs want the superstars to score, and they help them. So they'll follow them. So I think Embiid went to the line seventeen or twenty times in one the one game. Yeah, like they'll just they'll just keep helping people do stuff like that, or not calling shit, or letting them just like bullshit their way through and, and just drop a lot of points. Back in the day, it was like if I'm playing one of these top scorers and I'm the coach, if I got a double team to do whole game, he not beating us. Now they don't do that. Right. It'd be one guy guarding him. He's getting cooked. So he put another guy on him, let that one guy get cooked instead of just double teaming him and make somebody else beat you. Right. Because they uh, had uh, Victor on Embiid, and that's no match. He's no match no. For, for Embiid like that. He's tall and everything, but Embiid could just back him down and push him out the way. He don't have that body yet. Is he 18 or he's older than that? I think he's 19. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, why would they put him on Embiid? And B got over 100 pounds more than him. Exactly. He was just totally just pushing him out yep. the way. Come on, you he he ain't there yet. He ain't there. He'll get there, but he ain't there yet to, to handle that. They should have never did that. And so yep. uh I was talking to somebody. Oh, first of all, before I say that, um on Vlad TV, your boy John Sally said the Sixers is going to the championship. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? I think. Milwaukee fucked their team up because they wanted Dane for the scoring, but they gave up defense. So now they kind of trash when it comes to defense. Mm-hmm. So I think the top two teams is Boston and, and, and Philly. I still don't think we can beat Boston, so I see Boston going to the championship. Okay. Did you see that video that he said that? No. Okay, yeah, he said that uh, you see the Sixers going to the championship this year. I'm like, Really? That's something new. Yeah, the Sixers going to the championship on on national television. Your best player is not even playing, and he hasn't played uh, uh, in Denver for uh, what four years? They said since two thousand nineteen. Okay, yeah. So he hasn't played. That doesn't make any sense to me. And so, so low key is something going on where he don't. Maybe he have trouble breathing with that high altitude of air. Right. 
so he don't want to do it. They just keeping it under wraps. But what's gonna happen when we play Denver in the championship if we make it that far? He's just exactly. gonna miss the home, the, you know, the road games, right? Because right. you know they're gonna probably finish with a better record than us. So majority of the games is going to be on the road. So, so if that's the case, instead of not playing, why well, he just don't play like twenty minutes? Well, did you know he had a a, a, a full shoot around right before the game? No. Yeah, he, they said he had a shoot around. Nothing was wrong, and then at the last minute they pulled him. Right, because on the score, on the score, it just said that Maxi wasn't playing because of his foot. Then I'm looking right. at the game, and Embiid, he wasn't. Oh, first, that's another thing. He wasn't even on the bench until until the end of the game. He walked in, walked on the bench, and sit down. See, if I'm the coach, I wouldn't allow that shit. Unless you're getting treated for an injury or something like that, and you came and you you came later, but mm-hmm. he didn't look like he, he wasn't hurt or anything. He just well, walked he right out and shoot, sat down on the bench. If he was at the shoot around, he wasn't wincing. He went through a full shoot around normal. He could have played that game. There wasn't nothing wrong with him. Right. And then on the comments, everybody's saying, what are y'all talking about? He cooked him the last time he played him. The last two times he played in Philly is a difference. If you keep beating somebody at your crib, don't you want to at least say I own you at your crib too? Right. But he won't even go there. And maybe the air is a disadvantage on Embiid's side. Maybe Yoke is used to that air, so he, he will bust his ass. We'll never know because Embiid don't go to, to play in Denver. Right. Now, okay, if what would you do if you were the coach? Would you allow that? If I was what coach? Well, I if think somebody should take it. Somebody should say so. I, I think the coach is in on it. If he say he don't want to play, the coach would probably say, all right. But I think okay, it, it should be uh, beyond it. It should be somebody talking to the NFL about this. How come B don't got to play with, against Denver? You know what I mean? What about those Denver fans that don't get to see him beat? You know what I mean? Right. And every time – now, ESPN promoted this game as, you know – Rivals week. MVP versus MVP and all that shit. Yeah, rivals yep. week. And then for him to turn around and say, oh, yeah, you know, I won't want to play. NFL should step in and be like, yo, you need to play these games. So, so uh, like I say, if you was the coach, what would you do in that situation? I would make him play. If you ain't hurt, you need to play. Right. And that's, we need that's to engage what... ourselves against the best on the road. Right. That, like I said, if it came down now, you you ain't get your lungs together now for in in four years, five years or whatever. You know what I mean? You ain't played in Denver. Now, if you go to championship, it's gonna be a whole new problem for you. Now, all of a sudden, you got cramps and you can't breathe. And are you not are you not gonna be available for the championship in Denver if we can make it that far? Hmm. Yep. So, anything else sports wise you want to talk about? Uh, not really. Yeah. All right, y'all. You can reach the judgmentals on Facebook, TikTok. Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube at PNL Judgmentals, Instagram at the two underscores judgmentals, or you can email us at PNL Judgmentals at gmail.com. All right, Phil. All right, y'all. Peace. Not my Facebook comments on my photos. That's why I stay on the low low. Most of y'all is associated.